contraction is a concept in new thought spirituality and self help that holds a person's thoughts and beliefs can attract positive or negative experiences into their life the basic idea behind the law of attraction is that like attracts like so if you focus on positive and joyful thoughts you will attract positive and joyful experiences into your life and conversely if you focus on negative thoughts and feelings you will attract negative experiences proponents of the law of attraction argue that the universe is always listening and responding to your thoughts feelings and beliefs and that it will bring you experiences that match your vibrational frequency this means that you have the power to shape your life and attract the things you want by controlling your thoughts and feelings in today's episode let us learn the basics of uh, law of attraction from law of attraction coach neeta neeta sundara raju has been a life coach since 2012 law of attraction is her expertise and she uses it liberally to help her clients manifest a new life manifest a life they have dreamt of She has coached over a thousand individuals achieve success in various areas of life. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series, the Guiding Voice for a Better Future. Friends, I am your host Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional on a mission to make the world a better place to live. Through the Guiding Voice, we drive conversations that matter, conversations that add value to your life and to your career. Thank you so much for joining me, Nita. Hearty welcome to the Guiding Voice. And before we get into the conversation, I would like to thank Kavita Garla as always. She has been a great, great support system for the Guiding Voice platform, and she has been introducing me so many wonderful souls like you. And uh, hearty welcome to the Guiding Voice once again. Thank you, Navin. Thank you for inviting me to the Guiding Voice. It's absolutely my pleasure and privilege to be a part of the journey of the Guiding Voice. so much awaited but finally we could make it neeta and uh, let's uh, dive into our conversation maybe let's start with your career journey maybe you can highlight a few key milestones that have helped you in terms of becoming a manifestation coach my career actually uh, you know i used to be in the corporate world earlier i was into corporate communications until uh, i started a family and then i decided to stay home and look after the children once the children started going to school and you know they were spending most of their day there uh, i realized that uh, you know i can i now have the time to get back to what i really want to do and i realized that that time the corporate life wasn't it you know i didn't want to go back to corporate life but uh, so i i started thinking about exactly what i should be doing and i got this from a lot of different places that i should be counseling now i don't have a background in psychology so counseling wasn't the way to go for me unless i you know got another degree and stuff which i didn't really want to do i found out and uh, you know i came across this thing called life coaching and i thought that came close to if not exactly the same as counseling you know so i got certified as a coach and soon after i got certified as a coach there was this person who i was coaching and she herself was a psychologist who used to teach people uh, psychology and uh, she told me can you come and give my students a talk so i i thought you know i was supposed to talk about the lo- about uh, uh, life coaching and she said no not necessarily you know i want to introduce them to a lot of different subjects and law of attraction is one of them if you can talk about it and i was fascinated because i had read the book called the secret i was very fascinated with the topic but i can't say i knew enough about it to give a talk so i started to research 
I started to research and I found so many different teachers who teach the law of attraction. And when I was doing my research, I realized I was so hooked. It made so much sense to me what I found out. And I felt like, you know, it began to answer every question that I had from life. And that's how I decided that this is what, what I want to specialize in. Mm, that, that's interesting. And in fact, I have also read this book, The Secret, I think. That seems to be the stepping stone for learning law of attraction. And it's such an amazing book. And uh, thank you for sharing your journey so far. And uh, Nita, I'm also curious to understand what are the top three things that have attributed to your success so far? I think the first thing that I can say is, you know, something that I used to consider my weakness. I always thought that being an introvert is a weakness. But I realized that being an introvert, I am a very good listener. And that is one of the things that has helped me as a coach. So I think the first, the biggest thing that has helped me as a coach is being a good listener. You know, I, I listen, I'm able to get where a person is, I'm able to get where what they are feeling, and that immensely helps me to move to the next step for them. You know, so that is the, the one big thing that has helped me. The second thing that has helped me is I think my dedication to understanding the law of attraction. I have spent hours and hours and hours sitting and finding out more and researching and finding out more and then reading up and finding out more. And uh, I've done a lot of research. And every time I had a question, I went back to it and I found that it, it gave me an answer that satisfied me. So that my dedication to, you know, getting more information and getting more knowledge about the law of attraction, that's been the second thing. And the third thing I think I got from the second thing, and I, I would say that is my faith. That faith I've developed because I've seen how the law of attraction works and how the universe is always providing me what I want. And slowly that has built my faith muscle, you know. I have realized that even when I see things are not going right, I realize that there's something in it for me and something turns out in a way that I wanted, really. That faith has helped me also. You know, there were, there were days when earlier in my journey, I felt that, Am I not doing enough work? Am I, should I be doing more? Should I be getting more clients right away? Should I be, you know, so many questions. Until I came to the point that, you know, it's okay. Wherever I am is fine. And I know that this is the next step, you know. Every step I'm at is the next step to where I want to be. And, you know, that immense faith that I had in my journey and in the universe to provide me the path to move to where I want to be, that has been a big, big, big thing. So being a good listener and then you have spent a good amount of time researching on law of attraction and finally the faith. Awesome. Now let's get into the topic, core of today's conversation. So can you briefly explain the law of attraction and how it relates to manifestation? So like you said earlier, you know, uh, in simple words, law of attraction is like attracts like. We state it this way, that which is like unto itself is drawn, okay? Which means things that are of a similar frequency will come together automatically. So one thing which is at X frequency will pull to itself, magnetize other things that are at the same frequency. That is what the law of attraction states. And that is the law on which the universe functions. Everything that, you know, Nikola Tesla said, that if you want to know the secrets of the universe, look at energy, frequency, and vibration. So that is where the secrets of the whole universe is, you know. The, that's where you get 
all your answers if we understand that you know uh, a certain frequency will attract things of the same frequency to itself then what we do know about manifestation is that if we want to manifest things that we want we've got to match that frequency first so that it can come to us like a radio channel okay if i want to listen to music that is being uh, broadcast on 94.3 i cannot tune into 91.1 right i will get music that's been uh, uh, broadcast over there so if i want to get music that's on 94.3 i have to tune into 94.3 before i will get the music in the same way we got to tune into that vibration before we will get what is, whatever it is at that vibration that we want that's what the law of attraction is and that's what manifestation is super i i love the metaphor of the radio channel frequency <laughs> <laughs> all right now uh, people say that uh, thoughts and beliefs impact our ability to manifest our desires right can you explain a bit more so uh, the first thing to understand here is navin that uh, you know everything is energy that is what the universe is made of everything is energy the smallest of cells or the smallest of atoms if you really uh, look into them from microscope you know that they are all energy that's vibrating right so everything is energy now because everything is energy the law of attraction also says that your thoughts are also energy and since energy vibrates at a certain frequency thoughts also vibrate at a certain frequency so now when you think a thought which is vibrating at a certain frequency what happens is that it will draw more thoughts of the same frequency to itself so as you think a thought more and more and more often you will draw similar thoughts to itself okay and as that thought gains strength it becomes so strong that your mind finds it easy to go back to that thought that's what we call a belief okay a belief is just a thought that you've practiced so often that your mind finds it easy to go back there anything that we practice we find it easy to do right so in the same way even a thought is something that if we practice often my mind finds it e- easy to go back to that yeah. so now when your mind is going back to certain thought and you're thinking those thoughts often and you're emitting that frequency we are going to manifest things that match that okay so your thoughts and beliefs actually play a very big role in what you're manifesting in fact your beliefs play the most important role in what you're manifesting mm-hmm. if i want something okay and i'm looking at that you know say it's money that i want or or say i want to travel but i feel that you know i can't afford it if i want to travel to say to see the northern lights i want to go to norway and i want to see the northern lights okay i would love the idea of that i love the idea of that but if i feel i can't afford the trip what am i doing i'm i have a belief that is not going to let me manifest what i want yeah my belief that uh, that money is not there with me that money cannot come to me because obviously if i can't afford it i mean that that money is not even coming to me very very soon so then what am i doing i'm standing in the way of my own desire mm-hmm. okay so yeah. every belief that i have either points me towards my desire or points me against it mm-hmm. every thought and every belief does that so yeah so so we so need we to need, focus on those yeah. yeah so we need to focus on what you want without letting yes. the negative thoughts flow in right Yes. So how do we do that? Because you know there are sixty thousand thoughts that go go through our head every day. How yeah. do we catch every single thought and decide? Ye chahiye, ye nahi chahiye. We can't mm-hmm. do that. It's not yeah. possible to do that. You know. Yeah. So uh, the thing to do is every time you think a thought and you think 
a thought for a little while, the first manifestation that comes from that thought is a feeling, an emotion. An emotion is the first manifestation that you get. Now, that first manifestation actually tells you whether you're thinking in the direction of your desire or you're thinking against it. What does that mean? Now, if I'm thinking that I want to travel to Norway, what fun will I have when I go there, you know, seeing the northern lights, that's such a beautiful vision to see and I'll be having so much fun when I'm there. How do I feel when I think like that? I feel good, right? The, the emotion that will come to me will be good because I'm thinking about what I want and how I'll enjoy it yeah. when, I, when I'm there. So the first emotion that will come will be a good feeling emotion. That yeah. tells me that I'm thinking in terms of my desire. Now, if I'm thinking I want to go there, but I don't know if I'll get leave. I don't know if I have the money for it. I don't know if, you know, this, that, many different excuses. If I'm thinking in terms of those, what happens is that I don't feel good because I want to go there, but I know that I can't go there. I'm telling myself that I can't go there. So the emotion that comes up is not a good feeling emotion. It's a negative emotion. So that is a guide. That's a guidance telling me that, okay, you're thinking in opposition to your desire. You are blocking your own desire. So your emotions actually act as a system, a guidance system that are telling you whether you're focused in the direction of what you want or you're focused away from it. And those are the guidance that we can accept and decide to shift focus when we want to. Mm -hmm. Emotions can be a very useful guidance system that we can use. Okay. You know, to decide whether we are going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's assume if I were to uh, go to this northern lights, right? I need to imagine myself having there and enjoying that particular scenic view and all, right? So it, it makes sense to me. And uh, can you also share how somebody can use these manifestation techniques in their daily life to achieve their goals as well as desires? So the one thing that you have to understand, Naveen, is that what the law of attraction states at the basis of the law of attraction is that well-being is the... You know, it's at the center of our universe. We are not, uh, it is natural to be well. It's natural to have things going your way. It's natural to feel good. That is natural to us. If we are moving away from that, that is when we are blocking things that coming to us. Uh, that is when we are uh, moving away from, the, we are pinching ourselves off the stream of well-being that is constantly flowing to us and through us. Okay. So what we want to do is we want to keep our thoughts and feelings open open such that it can flow to us, it can flow through us. And, you know, when you are thinking in terms of what you want and why you want it, it's easy for that energy to flow through you, the stream of well-being to flow through you. Because you know what you want, okay? And you know why you want it to, right? But the moment we start thinking of how to how to get it. Now, I want to go to uh, Norway. I want to see the Northern Lights. And I know why also, because I, I will enjoy the scenery. I, it, you know, the whole idea of uh, watching something like that is going to be fascinating. Yeah. I know that too. Now, do I know how that will happen? I don't know the answer to that question. Do I know when it will happen? I don't know the answer to that question. Who is going to make it happen for me? I don't know that too. So any other question apart from what and why are the un- questions that I don't have answers to. And the moment I start thinking about those questions and then worry about those answers because I don't have those answers yet. What comes up is doubt yeah. for me Yeah. because there are no answers to those questions. So the first thing that will come up is a doubt. Now, as the moment those doubts come up, 
I'm blocking the way again, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you want to really get to where you want to be, whether it's in terms of money or any traveling or any other uh, thing that you want, whether even if it, it may not even be a material thing, it may be something that is very subtle. It may be just peace of mind. It may be just happiness. Wherever it is uh, that you want to be, whatever it is that you want, if you think in terms of what and why, and leave out all the other questions. Don't focus on them at all. Even if they come up in your mind, tell yourself, not right now. I will think about this later. Right now, let me think of what I want and why I want it. That tends to get you, uh, you know, flowing the energy faster. And mm-hmm. the more you do that, the more easy it becomes to get to where you want to be. So so far, we have been talking something general. like, uh, But can we use this law of attraction in the corporate environment and... Uh, does it support business leaders to manifest success? So let's let's look at it like this, Naveen. Uh, a corporate entity. Mm-hmm. It may not be a person, an individual as such. Yeah. But it is yeah. still an entity. It's still an entity with a desire to yeah. succeed. Right? Just the way an individual wants to succeed in their life, so does a corporate entity. Right? The difference between an individual and a corporate entity is that the corporate entity is usually run by multiple people. So... Definitely the law of attraction can be used. And I feel that the more business leaders know about the law of attraction, uh, the more they apply it, the more, you know, apply it deliberately. Because we really, I mean, you know what, the law of attraction is applying itself to our lives, whether we like it or not. You know, just the way the law of gravity applies itself to our life. We don't have to say, Acha, today I'm going to jump from the seventh floor and I will not fall down because today I'm not going to use gravity. Okay. We can't do that. In the same way, we can't say that today I'm not using the law of attraction. So I can think whatever I want and it will go my way. That's not going to happen. Um, The law of attraction applies itself to every thought you're thinking. It applies itself to everything that you're focusing on. And so if business leaders know that that's how it works and then they use that knowledge to deliberately focus on the goals that the corporate entity has, it would be a lot easier for them not only to manifest um, goals that they've set, but also to manifest easier relationships within their team, okay? Be able to inspire their teams to work more efficiently uh, and any other thing that they can think of, you know, that uh, they want to achieve within an organization. So, you know, whether it's sales, whether it's uh, corporate relations, whether it's uh, client relations, whether it's the goals, the, the financial goals that uh, the corporate entity is setting out to achieve, all of it uh, can be brought under this, and or business leaders can apply it. They can reach wherever the corporate entity has decided it has to be at. Awesome! Yeah, I'm loving this conversation. Now let's move ahead and let's assume I have already manifested something and I thought, okay, I'll reach at a certain level on on some goal, right? So can we measure the progress? and the success in this whole manifestation process? So uh, the way I believe we can measure success um, is this way. Why do we want anything that we want? Naveen, just pick anything that you have wanted for a while. Okay. Why would you, why do you want it? Say, why do you want TGV to succeed? Why do you want it to succeed? Because I want to influence people so that they can make right decisions at the right time without worrying about Yeah doing a lot of research by themselves. I'm giving them an opportunity to hear directly from the horse's mouth. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And why do you want that for people? 
because I have faced the similar problem, okay, early in my career and all. I don't want that to happen to somebody else. Okay. So, what does it do for you when you can see that TGV has made a difference to somebody? It gives me a sense of satisfaction because uh, as long as it is impacting somebody's life and they come back saying that, hey, you know, this one conversation has helped me make a right choice and all. It gives me immense satisfaction and all. I, I feel I am accomplished. Right? Absolutely. Perfect. So, whenever we want anything that we want, we want it because it will give us the satisfaction that we want to derive or the happiness that we think we will have when we are going to get that thing that we want, you know. So, uh, ultimately, our measure comes from that. Are we, are we satisfied? Yeah. Are we uh, happy? Because nobody else can really tell us, you know, yeah. whether we are successful or not. Even if I am doing really well, say I'm doing really well financially, but I'm not happy, then somebody else may say that I'm successful, but I don't feel that way because I'm not happy. So the only and the ultimate measure of success is how you feel in that moment. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> so I feel that that is the way to measure it. <laughs> Super. You made me answer myself. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. And now let's talk about any common obstacles that individuals may face when practicing manifestation. And if so, how to overcome those obstacles? I think the, the the biggest one that most people uh, face is not having the belief that it works. Because the way the law of attraction works is that it will prove to you every belief that you have. So if I believe the law of attraction does not work, I'm going to see evidence of that too. And that itself is the biggest evidence that the law of attraction works. It's a very paradoxical thing, yeah. but... The law of attraction proves to you every belief that you have. So I think the biggest obstacle in manifesting anything that uh, anybody wants is if you're not aware of your belief and if that belief is silently coming in the way of what you want. So it is very, very important to find out what you're believing and you can only find that out by how you feel because the moment you, a belief comes up that is opposing your desire, then you don't feel good. And when you're not feeling good, you're opposing your desire and there is a belief there that is doing that for you. So it's very, very important to focus on one's feelings. According to me, emotions are the biggest asset we have, you know, and uh, the kind of guidance we can, pro we can get from them instead of thinking in terms of, you know, it's not good to be emotional. When you're emotional, people take advantage of you because that's what we've heard growing up, haven't we? So um, the more we think in those terms, the more we face similar stuff. Because as we don't feel good, we are actually allowing not so good feeling stuff to show up in our existence, in our experience. So focus on the feeling, use them, leverage them for what they can provide for you. You know, every minute when you're not feeling good, remind yourself that if I'm not feeling good, it means I'm opposing my desire. Let me now try to focus in a way that I'm going with my desire rather than against it. And when I can do that, it becomes easier for me. So the one big thing that really can come in the way and can be turned around is your feelings and your beliefs. So this is one thing that I will say is the biggest thing. The second biggest thing that comes in the way of manifesting what you want is what you think of yourself, whether you believe you deserve the good things to come to you or not. You know, when you like yourself a lot, you will allow good stuff to show up. But when you don't like yourself, when you're constantly telling yourself, 
you know, you are not good enough, then you don't allow the good stuff to come to you. You block it no matter what. Mm-hmm. So these are two things, your beliefs and your self-belief, your yeah. self-image uh, that you have, yeah. which yeah. come in the way. Makes absolute sense. I'm doing kind of introspection while you speak in terms of how thoughts play a critical role here in this uh, whole manifestation process and all. And this has been enchanting conversation so far, Neeta. Let's add some spice to the episode. I'm going to kick off a quick rapid fire round with your content. Okay. Okay. Sounds can, interesting. Yeah, you can quickly answer them in a word or two. <laughs> and uh, have you ever slept in a classroom or a critical meeting or a conference? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> now, now comes the second one. <laughs> Finish this okay. sentence. My dream vacation is? In the mountain. Awesome. <laughs> uh, can you describe <laughs> yourself in just one word? A listener. I can sense it. And moving to the next one. If you were on deserted island with nothing, what would you do? I think I would be happy. <laughs> I love being alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love being alone, surrounded by water. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Good. I, I love the thought process. And the last one for the rapid fire. <laughs> what is one electronic gadget that you'd like to see or invent yourself? Oh, see or invent. Okay. Hmm. I think one electronic gadget that I would invent is something that can help me manage all the housework. <laughs> that is something I don't enjoy doing. So if I can get something that does all of that, oh my God, I would love that. <laughs> that will be a great product. I think it will be there in every household. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the women will thank me for it. <laughs> Absolutely. Quite an interesting one and a great startup idea indeed. All right. Such an interesting rapid fire, Nita. And let's flip back to the mainstream. And before I let you go, one final question for today's conversation. What will be your advice for someone who is just starting to learn about manifestation and wants to incorporate it into their life? I think uh, the most important thing here is to remember to be happy more often. Find a way to see the positive in everything that's happening. You know, And the second thing I'll say is be kind to yourself. That is something that no one taught us to do. We really didn't learn how to do that. You know, we are willing to be kind to others, but we are very hard on ourselves most of the time. And that doesn't help. So I think be kind to yourself and smile more often. Be happy. And if you can just do that much, I think you're sorted. Wow. <laughs> simple but amazing tips. <laughs> I, I enjoyed every bit of it. It is very have. simple. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I, I, I love that smile and uh, it's kind of contagious and uh, thank you so much for joining me today and thank you for the time as well as the wonderful insights really appreciate it thank you thank you this has been an absolute pleasure for me all right so pleasure to host you Nita. and uh, friends that was our episode with Nita sundara raju on law of attraction and uh, i hope you guys will utilize this law of attraction and manifest success So before we move into the trivia section, here's a request to you. In case if you haven't subscribed to us already, please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from. If you're watching it on YouTube, just subscribe and hit the bell icon. And if you are listening to it on Apple or Spotify, 
please follow us and also request you to leave a review and rating as it will help me reach wider audience also if you have loved this conversation and found the episode useful please share with at least three or four friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice thank you so much in advance now let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode so today we had wonderful conversation around law of attraction i would like to present you history of law of attraction law of attraction is not a new thing in fact uh, ancient writings back it up like if you were to consider ancient texts dating back to 1877 they show the writings the law of attraction by a russian named helena petrovna blavatsky and even after prentice mulford identified it as a general principle a lot of people still regarded it as a mystery that was only understood by a select few but even early religious doctrines acknowledged the power of the mind just like this popular writing of buddha all that we are is a result of all that we have thought interesting isn't it likewise in case if you have already practiced or if you are practicing law of attraction please leave your feedback in terms of how it is working and share your thoughts what kind of miracles have happened in your life on social media platforms wherever you found this episode that's all for today thank you so much for joining me also folks do not forget to share your topic recommendations and guest speaker suggestions through social media or email us at the guiding voice for you at redgmail.com i'm your host navin samala just a fellow it professional but a passionate learner on a mission to make the world a beautiful and a wonderful place to live through the guiding voice we drive conversations that matter conversations that add value to your life and to your career until next time bye bye see you all in the next episode with another amazing speaker